Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free you are looking live at tim murray and super bowl champion sean king on vsin prime time Hour three of VSIN Primetime presented by BetMGM alongside not Super Bowl champ Sean King. He's got morning duties this week. That is VSIN senior NBA analyst and hey. UNLV sideline reporter extraordinaire. Fill in yeah, tonight. Let's not do that. Um, I do have a replica championship Golden State Warriors ring that I got when I went to go watch them play the Denver Nuggets back at Oracle a few years back there, last year there. so Okay. That works. Kevin Durant got ejected in the second quarter. It was a ref show. So. <laughs> well worth the price of admission. Uh, it is hour number three of the program, and uh, we'll keep you updated on all the college hoops going on. I like that Penn State is up 53-40 at the half. That is uh, enjoyable for your boy. And uh, Duke in the friendship parlay now up 12 over the second worst covering team in all of college basketball, Notre Dame. But let's uh, let's talk some football. Bring in Jason Lockenfora, friend of mine from 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore. Of course, longtime NFL reporter as well. Uh, a lot to get to JLC around the entire NFL. But let's start in your neck of the woods there in Baltimore. News comes out today that they have decided on Todd Munkin. Eric Bieniemy was thought to maybe be in the mix, but ultimately the Georgia OC and longtime you know, NFL offensive coordinator goes to Baltimore. So before we get to the Lamar Jackson aspect of this, just overall, what was the response and what did you make of Baltimore deciding to roll with Todd yeah. Munkin? Well, as soon as he emerged as a candidate, I, we talked a lot on my show here about Todd Munkin being the best fit for a multitude of reasons. 
One of them being we don't even know who the hell the quarterback's going to be, but there's a body of work there. Um, he's never had a chance to work with particularly um, great quarterbacks, but he, he's been productive through the years. I mean, you look at who he had in colleges, you know, Nick Mullins, he helps that kid get drafted, you know, Flynn and Jamar. Uh, Jamarcus Russell at LSU, Brandon Weed at Oklahoma State, you know, Stetson uh, Bennett, obviously with uh, Georgia, he has limitations. And then in the pros, it's Baker Mayfield. It's it's Ryan Fitzpatrick at the end of his career. And it's Pete Jameis when he's throwing interceptions like crazy. You know, and, and Monk has still been able to have top 10 offenses in terms of DVOA. Um, he's brought a lot of individual players have flourished under his, his mentorship and, and, uh, as a play caller and as a position coach. Um, and he's not one of these, like John Harbaugh's never been into this whole, I'm going to find my wonder boy. I'm going to find some 35 year old who's working for McVay and bring up like, that's just not how he operates. Some 30 something who's going to be getting a head coaching job in two years or thinks he's going to get a head coaching job in two years. Um, so I think Munkin, where he is in his career and having recent college experience, right, and they, they kind of did that on the defensive side last year when they let Wink Martindale go. You know, McDonald, a much younger coach than Munkin, but one who had been in Baltimore for a while and then went to Michigan and ran his own defense for a year. So I think they like the recent college experience. It helps them in terms of personnel. Um, and it's somebody who's you know, can relate to those kids and, and understands what it's like to be on a college campus. Um, these days and coaching in the college game at the highest level at Georgia. So no, I, I thought he'd be the guy if they could get him would be about, you know, the best they could do. And I can understand why he'd go to Baltimore and not Tampa, even with Lamar Jackson being up in the air, because look, that Tampa things are uh, uh, coming to a close. Right. And is Todd Bowles really going to be there a year from now? And, you know, Munkin had been in Tampa before he'd seen that drill before, Brady's gone. Ryan Jensen might be done. I don't think they're keeping all the receivers. You know, there's a there's a, a purge that's going to take place there. Um, so no, I think Baltimore makes a lot of sense for him and for uh, Harbaugh and his staff. Jason, when you're rattling off the names of the quarterbacks he's worked with and everything he's done, he's got a big track record of success. But a lot of those names don't really invoke the skill set that Lamar Jackson has as a quarterback. Yeah. So what does that marriage kind of look like if it is indeed Lamar Jackson back in Baltimore? Well, I don't, yeah, I'm not sure these two are. I don't know, they might be two ships passing in the night. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think right now um, the odds of the Ravens getting a long-term deal with Lamar Jackson are bleak. And does that change between now and March 7th, you know, the deadline to put a tag on a player? Um, maybe, but I doubt it. And then once he's tagged, I, I think you have to be really careful here about letting that drag out and having him staying at home, waiting on a new deal, while you're putting in a new offense. I mean, well, like, that's not fair to Todd Munkin. It's not fair to that team. And frankly, it's really kind of not fair to Lamar Jackson that he's had to play out five years of his career for $33 million, and you've never given him one penny above what the CBA said you had to. So I think it's kind of run its course. I mean, it shouldn't have, but financially I think it has, and this owner I don't think is budging. Um, I'd love to see Lamar Jackson in the Todd Munkin offense, uh, especially if they got some people who could actually catch the ball besides Mark Andrews. but. Um, I think it would be great for J.K. Dobbins. I love what Munkin's done in the screen game over the years. That's always been a blind spot for Greg Roman here. They never got the backs involved in the passing game as much as they should. Uh, but, no, I mean, he might be working with Ryan Tannehill or, you know, he might be working with Jacoby Brissett. I mean, hell, he might be working with Baker Mayfield again. But I don't think he's going to be working with Lamar Jackson. 
That's interesting. Jason Lockenfora, longtime NFL reporter and host on 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore. So you might know, you know, know, you know, the, the, the situation you know, better than me, but if Lamar Jackson is, is, is open for, for business, meaning trades, I mean, yeah. what kind of return are, are the Ravens potentially looking at Jay, uh, Jason? Yeah. I mean, look, I think they'll do well yeah. um, for, for obvious reasons. Uh, he was a unanimous MVP in 2019. I mean, I, I, I really Go back to Atlanta, and I've I've written about this at the Washington Post for a couple of months now. We've talked about it on my show. I've talked about it at other places. Um, the Falcons are a match, I, I think, in a lot of ways. Arthur Blank's not getting any younger. He got that stadium built. They haven't played any kind of meaningful football games in it yet. He can't get people to come out and really watch his team. They're overshadowed by the colleges around there. Um, they're overshadowed by the SEC in general. Uh and Desmond Ritter, you know, whatever. It's, you know, maybe he can play in the league, maybe he can't. But you, you put Lamar Jackson down there, you're selling hot dogs, beer, tickets. You you're probably got the number one selling jersey in the NFL. Uh, and you've got a chance now with that tight end and, and you know, Pitts and London. to, to And they ran the ball pretty well last year. And, and even, you know, someone like a Corderell Patterson, like they, they, that, that thing gets real interesting real fast. And that division's not great. And those guys were in it for most of the year, despite Marcus Mariota holding it down for most of the year. So what does it look like? You're talking about a top 10 pick. I think you're talking about A.J. Terrell. The Ravens love corners, and they don't have any right now besides uh, Marlon Humphrey. I think you're looking at A.J. Terrell, a top 10 pick this year. I think you're looking at next year's one, um, maybe two twos, and maybe even Grady Jarrett thrown in for good measure on top if the Ravens are looking for somebody like that, and you can never have too many defensive linemen. But I, I think a corner would be – a young corner, stud corner on his rookie contract would be right up the Ravens' alley. And uh, Carolina could fit the bill with J.C. Horn as well. I just think at this stage of his life, Arthur Blank might be uniquely motivated to get this done. And he was – you know, he, like Tepper, was chasing Deshaun Watson all over the place. Um, nine months ago, whatever it was, eleven months ago. Uh, so, why not? Why not Lamar Jackson? So it's it, it's great that you bring up the NFC South. We've been talking a lot about the NFC South today yeah. because Derek Carr, the two teams that are listed as the favorites to grab him, it would be the New Orleans Saints at three to one, and then you get the Carolina Panthers at plus three fifty. So, what are the odds that we're going to get in a division that right now on paper looks terrible? Jason, you're going to get both Derek Carr and Lamar Jackson entered into the equation. Yeah, I look, I, I don't I don't know that Derek Carr is lifting anybody up at this stage. You know, I, 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 I something's always just kind of been off there, and I don't know that he's putting anybody over the top. And I think even Carolina, too, I think they're much more inclined to draft somebody or, or try to do something better than Derek Carr. I mean, this guy's just – he had, what, Baker Mayfield and – Sam Darnold, both on their fifth-year options. I mean, they, they've they've had you know they had the, the second attempt with Cam. Uh, I, I would keep an eye on the New York Jets. I, I, look, the Jets. I, I know there's people there that think they're going to get Aaron Rodgers. They're not getting Aaron Rodgers. And the reality is, if they lose out on Derek Carr, you know, then then, then Aaron Rodgers goes to Vegas. Now you're talking about Garoppolo or Gardner Minshew or you know, I mean, it's. I, it's tough sledding. So I, I I could see them making a pitch for Derek Carr. Woody Johnson wants to give his money to somebody. He wants to upgrade at quarterback. Um, he wants a veteran. And 
you know, the options are pretty limited. Like, Geno Smith's going to go back to Seattle. Like, I mean, there's just not, there's, there's not a whole lot out there. We're talking once again to Jason Lockett for a final couple minutes here, JLC. A uh, couple big moves. Shane Steichen goes to the Colts. Uh, I think Colts fans, including my partner, uh, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Von Tobel here, is rejoicing that it is not Jeff Saturday. Uh, how, do you, yeah. how do you think of this pairing in Indianapolis with Steichen going uh, to the Colts here in the final minute? I mean, it's kind of weird. You're going back. Another another that, Eagles that, uh, that coach, Frank right? Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny because remember when the, the Eagles came back to beat the Colts in what was one of the few tight games they played this year, Sirianni and those guys were going crazy. This is for Frank Reich, and, you know, they were all mad at Ursay, and rightfully so. Um, I, yeah, I mean, they're going to draft a young quarterback, and he just worked with Hurts. And so, you know, I, I, I get it. Um, I, I get it. Uh is it going to work? Isn't it going to work? I don't know. I'm I'm shocked nobody hired Lou Anarumo. I really am. Yeah. I just like that guy. I mean, if we're talking about on merit and who's done the job, um, I think what he's done is pretty special. Um, and he's been around a little longer and has a little longer body of work. But yeah, I mean, look, some of these owners are convinced I'm drafting a quarterback. I want to find my McVay. You know, who, who's my guy? Who can I put my thumb? You know, prints on. And and he checks a lot of boxes. Twenty seconds, Jason. Is Eric Bieniemy the next offensive coordinator in Washington? It's possible. You know, I think it's probably him or Greg Roman, but we're going to have to see how that process plays out. He is Jason Locken for a longtime NFL reporter and host on 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore. Jason, as always, man, appreciate it. There he is. V-CIN primetime. Come on back. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Doc Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. 
Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my game. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love. BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Alongside Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst, I am Tim Murray. Around college hoops at this very moment, the lone top 25 showdown is bearing out that way. It had a point spread of one in favor of the visiting Creighton Blue Jays. And Providence leads currently 48-47 with 14-29 to go in the second half. Syracuse closed as a one-and-a-half, two-point favorite against NC State. I rolled with the Cuse on the money line. And uh, right now, Nip and Tuck, they lead by four at the JMA, formerly Carrier Dome, up there in upstate New York. As uh, What does JMA stand for? No idea. Um, I mean, you could just a flip, company. You could just flip two of those letters. It could be the jam. Like, that'd be great. Ooh, that would be good. Uh, Penn State taking on Illinois, and uh, they shot, I think, 10 of 19 from three. So I tried a little uh, middle action here. So I I took Penn State plus the three and a half, and then Jim came on and said he liked Illinois, so that made me feel terrible. Come on, Jim. What are you doing, man? Make me feel bad. Uh, And then uh, I watched the first half unfold where Penn State led 53 to 40, so I took Illinois minus five and a half in the second half. By the way, Jalen Pickett is really good at basketball. Uh, he is, I think, got 26 points for the Nittany Lions. What's the latest on our friendship parlay? How are we doing? Uh, I think we're good so far, right? I mean, Duke is up on top. Auburn is up on top. Um, Auburn's up 45-18 and a half. Yeah. So, uh, and then I've got this Toledo leg that is up right now. Yeah, you went I'm rogue like on that amount. one, but yeah. the Rockets... Uh, uh, I would have felt bad if the Rockets were the reason. 
But we still have multiple legs to go. Remember this, ladies and gentlemen. Minus four legs, which was minus 102. JVT added Toledo to play a plus 112. These are all large favorites. Uh, still yeah. to come, Utah State hosting Air Force and New Mexico hosting Wyoming. And before Twitter gets angry, sometimes you like to have fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't um, Also, a quick update. Uh, perfect timing. A three is drained by the Orlando Magic, who just took a 47-46 lead over Toronto uh, because you got this going on. Yeah, plus seven seven and and a half, right? Yeah, with the Orlando Magic and uh, also underway right now, Bucks and Celtics. And, of course, the Bucks, who are taking on a depleted Celtics team with almost nobody playing, trail 52-48 to with 440 left to go in the second. So, can we – I'm a – this is the type of guy I am here. Can we get on the right TV oh uh, crew? Can we get Bucks Celtics up there? Because I do wonder, JVT, if this is going to be a prime in-game opportunity. Because I believe it's fifty-five forty-eight. Yes. So could we take the Bucks in the second half here? I mean, I would say that you're probably looking in that angle. I mean, right now... Because once well, again, no Jason Tatum, no Jalen Brown, correct. no Al Horford. Correct. So, like, when you're looking at, like, this game, realistically, as you look toward the second half, or even just from this point on, the starting lineup is Blake Griffin, Grant Williams, Sam, <laughs> Sam Hauser, Mike Muscala, and Derek White. That is the lineup that right now is shooting 22 of 40 from the floor, 8 of 19 from three-point range. And uh, is, I think they're actually winning on read the boards too. No, okay, they're down on the boards right now. Like, this is, like, written all over it, kind of a hot shooting start for the Boston Celtics. You would think that this defense is going to kind of clamp down a little bit in the second half for Milwaukee, and you're going to be able to pull away and win this thing. So, yeah, second half, uh, even a money in-game money line, which right now you're still kind of expensive. You get that on these favorites in-game. I think we're in the range of about $2 or so. So I would say that, yes, second half play for Milwaukee, if this continues, would be the thing to circle. All right. Hey, look, uh, it's right there. 57-51. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, we'll keep our eyes on that if it is. Uh, I know we're not in-game bet, uh, live betting tonight, but uh, as Derek White buries another three there at the five-star uh, forum. Derek White, low-key, having like an awesome shooting year. Uh, he's been tremendous for the Celtics. A career 35% three-point shooter is shooting 39% on 257 three-point attempts coming into today. Come on, Boston. Keep keep piling it on here in this first half so we can uh, come in on the second half number. Nine-point lead right now for the, is it fair to call them the depleted? At least tonight. I think that I think depleted is good. Boston Celtics. Creighton is taking the lead, by the way, uh, over Providence. Uh, we're going to talk Tiger Woods, baby. Tiger Woods. Coming up, bottom of the hour, Steve Sands from the Golf Channel will join us, give us his thoughts on a, a pretty good field. Not as uh, loaded as what we saw at the Waste Management last weekend down in Phoenix, but a solid field uh, with uh, the Genesis Open this weekend uh, at the Riv there in uh, in California. Uh, but it was a, would you say as a Colts fan today, good day? I mean, it's good that they didn't hire Jeff Saturday. So, yeah, sure. <laughs> Look, I, I think Jason Lockenfora, or as you call him, JLC. Yeah, JVT uh, and you know, JLC. Uh, I'm going to call him that from now on, too. He doesn't remember me at all, even though we just talked two minutes ago, but I'm going to call him that. Um, but as JLC put it, Look, this is a team that you would think is going to draft a quarterback at either four or mm-hmm. trade up to one to go get the guy that they want. And if you're going to do that, it would make sense to put an offensive mind at the helm that you think can develop him and an offensive mind that has a track record of helping develop young quarterbacks. Remember, he was also on the Los Angeles Chargers staff too, Shane Steichen. So he's got a track record of working with some pretty young, good young quarterbacks over the last few years. 
And I think this is just one step in that direction where you want to pair up with you, what you would assume is your franchise cornerstone that you're about to grab here with a guy that maybe you can win some Super Bowls. As you know, JLC put it, you're Sean McVay. Um, now, they haven't really paired Sean McVay up with a young quarterback to develop, but the point just is that, is that you can pair up. I mean, look at the pairing of Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. not saying that Shane Steichen's going to become Andy right. Reid, but you kind of you want that. You want to pair up your own quarterback with an offensive mind that you think is going to develop him at the proper rate, and I think the Colts are doing that. So, yeah, I think it's a really good hire. So the reason I bring that up, obviously it's big news today that uh, Shane Steichen is headed to the Indianapolis Colts, leaving as the offensive coordinator of the Philadelphia Eagles. But staying in that state, what is happening with a team that I call, uh, follow very closely is borderline a disaster right now. So a couple weeks ago, Alabama flies their jet to South Bend and says, hey, Tommy Reese, why don't you come in this jet and be our offensive coordinator? Things happen. See, Alabama. Alabama is certainly, in my eyes, and I think anybody who has eyes, a better situation to go to than Notre Dame. And that's fair. So now it is on Marcus Freeman to find his next offensive coordinator. On Saturday night, on the campus of Notre Dame, Andy Ludwig is walking around. He's shown on the Jumbotron at the Notre Dame hockey game with Marcus Freeman and Jared Parker, the tight ends coach. He's set to be the new offensive coordinator at Notre Dame, a place that JVT said money is not an issue. You know, when Brian Kelly left, it wasn't a money thing. Brian Kelly thinks he can win a national championship. Forget him. We can win a national championship here. That's what, that's what they all said. Andy Ludwig goes back to Salt Lake City. And reports come out late last night via Pete Thamel that the reason that Andy Ludwig will not be the new offensive coordinator at Notre Dame is not that he didn't want to go. It's that Notre Dame was not willing to pay his buyout. Pretty big buyout. It was of $2.8 million. Yes. Now, here's the thing. Being facetious. Why bring him on campus? It's public knowledge. Utah is a public university. You can find these things out there. And for Utah, they're like, no, we're not giving you a deal. You can pay us $2.8 million. And reportedly, he wanted to bring his offensive line coach as well. That would have been an extra, I think, million dollars, whatever it was. If money's an issue, join the damn Big Ten. Go get the bag there with their media rights deal. This whole independence nonsense, money was never supposed to be an issue. And for a program, JVT, that has stated, we want to win championships. And it has nothing to do with, I don't know if Andy Ludwig would be the genius to lead them to the promised land, but it's the principle that this is a football program that believes they're an elite football program, mm -hmm. but they're not acting like an elite football program when you're not willing to pay out a buyout for an offensive coordinator when a better program just flew a plane with their logo on the tail and said, yep, we're going to take your offensive coordinator. It is a bad, bad look for Notre Dame, a team that has a lot of talent heading into next year. So, how to get that off my chest? That's right. At least Jeff Saturday is not your head coach. How do you feel about Marcus Freeman? I like Marcus Freeman. I would like for them to do everything in their uh, abilities to help him out. Like, I don't know, a second year defensive minded head coach, 
says, this is the offensive coordinator I want. And they said, can't have him. Go find someone else. Seems like, seems like a good thing for business. That's JVT. I'm Tim Murray. How will Tiger Woods fare this weekend at the Genesis? Steve Sands from the Golf Channel next. Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VSIN experts got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VSIN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and daily props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit vsin.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. Want a quick update? Yes, I do. Uh, Jalen Suggs is enacting his revenge against the Toronto Raptors for not drafting him. Uh, 17 points off the bench in 12 minutes for Suggs right now, and the Orlando Magic in the midst of a 40-point second quarter now leads 67-63. JVT likes, uh, took Orlando plus the 7.5. That's Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst. I'm Tim Murray. Speaking of Orlando, Florida, that is where we head right now, where we welcome in friend of the program, and, you know, he's had so much trauma coming on with Sean because of that playoff game that Sean had against Washington. Uh, back in uh, Sean's rookie year. So we told Sean, you're not allowed on the show when Steve comes on. So Steve Sands joins us right now from uh, the Golf Channel. Mr. Sands, how's sunny Florida treating you today? It's truly the only reason I came back on the show is because Sean's off tonight. (laughs) Oh, hey, what's up, man? Uh, (laughs) I love Sean. Uh, It is gore, man. It was perfect today, like 75, sunny, not a cloud in the sky. It was was like Las Vegas in the spring, my man. It was beautiful. It was snowing here today, Steve. It was snowing today. We didn't – I, I'm soft after moving out to Vegas from uh, from the D.C. area, so I, I don't I don't like this uh, this nonsense going on. Um, by the way, can, I, go can ahead. I tell you really quickly? I'm so unused to snow. I thought there were fla- flower petals falling from the sky <laughs> when I walked at first. And I thought it was like a cherry blossom tree in my neighborhood that was like shedding its leaves, and I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> uh, we uh, we got some sweats going on. Steve may or may not be on a, a daily text exchange with me talking college hoops. So let's, uh, while we chat, let's get Penn State and Syracuse home, right, uh, Steve? Uh, right. Let, let's let's make that right. happen. But uh, we have we a are. we have a pretty good, we are getting a lot of points right now. Up 14, go Penn State. Um, Steve, Genesis this weekend out at the, I think the cool kids call it the Riv. Uh, that's what I've heard. Um what are you expecting from Tiger this weekend? I saw some odds. I think it was like around plus 150 or so for him to make the cut. What kind of performance right. are you expecting from Tiger uh, starting on Thursday? You know, it, it's so hard to tell because of, of two factors. One is we know that his game is good because he's swinging it well. He says he's chipping and pitching and he's putting well, but he's never had that in competition since we last saw him in the summer at St. Andrews at the open championship. So that's, that's the first thing. And the other thing is when I saw him walk, clearly he has a little bit of a limp, not nearly as bad as we saw when we were in the Bahamas in December at his zero world challenge. 
Uh, I don't think the issue is the playing. I think the issue is the rust from not playing often enough at this level. Practicing at home is not the same, Tim, as you know, as actually getting out there in competition against the best players in the world on a golf course that is very difficult. And also, can he make it four days? Can he make it two straight days to make the cut? I think he'll make the cut, I think. Uh, but if he does make the cut, I think he'll be right there on the slice. Uh, I would say uh, at plus 150, I think there might be a little bit of value. Remember, it's, it's a limited field. It's not a full field at the Genesis this week at the Riv. So I, I think Tiger has a decent chance to make the slice, but I, I think he'll run out of gas on Saturday and Sunday, per se, after trying to walk three or four consecutive days on that left ankle, which has not done that. He hasn't done that in a long, long time. So, Steve, I wanted to go to a guy that's uh, up on the board right now. He's fourth in terms of the options to win this thing over uh, at DraftKings and other spots. Xander Schauffele has got a pretty solid course history here, uh, and the sample size is, is relatively large, too. I think we're talking about 21, uh, 20 rounds played or thereabouts. Uh, but he's been a guy who's kind of been a little bit of a tease for some golf betters. What do you expect from Schauffele this weekend? I think Shoffley is starting to round himself into form. He, he loves Kapalua. That's the first event on Maui. Uh, in the first week of January, but he got injured. He had a bad back and he had to leave. So I think he's working his way back in, showed a little bit of life last week uh, in the desert and Scottsdale, uh, ended up fading a little bit on the weekend. Uh, but I think he's rounding in the form. He's a SoCal guy, uh, not an LA guy, a San Diego guy, but he's a SoCal guy. This golf course is perfect for him. The way he strikes the golf ball, the precision you need at Riviera, which is a beautiful track, it's difficult. Uh, the greens are very challenging, uh, but I think Xander's going to put himself in a decent position uh, to make a run uh, at another PGA Tour title this week. Chat once again with Steve Sands from the Golf Channel. Uh, we're going to call it Sweating with Steve. What do you, what do you think, JVT? Think it needs music. Looks yeah? good. Sounds right. good. Let's get some, uh, we'll get some intro music and we'll do it up. But uh, our guy last week uh, let us down, but that's okay. You know, local guy, Colin Morikawa. But last year uh, in this tournament, finished T2, 17 under. So DraftKings, I think I see him around twenty-two to one uh, to win this yeah. week, around twenty or twenty-two to one. What happened last week at the Phoenix Open, and do you think this course is uh, maybe a nice bounce-back spot, so to speak, for Colin Morikawa this week? No question. Just like Xander, he is a tremendous iron player. For for a couple of years there, Colin was probably the best iron player in the sport, and meaning the second shot meaning he's going to be strong at par threes and second shots at par fours or maybe even par fives. Um, and I think that Riviera sets up nicely for Colin. I think 22 to one is a really nice number. I think a lot of people have in their mind, Colin should have won on Maui. And then he had that terrible back nine shot 39 on the back nine. And John Rahm just ran him over and went on to win. And I think Colin, not like, Xander, who is coming back from that bad back on Maui. I think Colin's kind of working his way back in a confidence way. Uh, and I think Colin is perfectly suited uh, for this golf course. This is not a bomber's paradise. Colin's not one of those guys who's going to just outdrive everybody in the world, like a John Rahm, like a Rory McIlroy, like a Justin Thomas. Precision is a big, big thing uh, on this golf course. And You've got to be able to handle those crazy Kikuya greens, which they never see anywhere other than Riviera. And having known the golf course, having played well here before, I think Colin Morikawa at 22 to one, you could take a nice bite there. Uh, what about the guy that finished tied for second with Morikawa last year in Cameron Young? Cause the season so far 
has been okay. Uh, Waste management Phoenix Open wasn't really great, but the numbers he put up last year on this course were phenomenal. He's in the range of about 40 to 1. Yeah, the interesting thing about Cameron is, now Cameron's the opposite of Colin. He's a power player. I mean, he's, he's got a lot of game other than just the driver, but he is a big-time power player. And if you're accurate, which he was a year ago here, if you're accurate off the tee and not just spraying it everywhere with all that distance, then you've got a great chance to score at Riviera. The interesting thing about Cameron with betting is, and, and Tim and I have known each other a while, and, and he knows how I feel about these types of things. I, I, I have a hard time picking a guy who's never won. It's kind of like all those years I would never pick Sergio at a major mm-hmm. because I need to see him win one first. And then finally he won one. He hasn't won one since, but I need to see someone win one. Cameron Young was five times, five times he was a runner-up a year ago. That doesn't mean that he didn't play well down the stretch. It just means he didn't cross the finish line. So I would save my money on Cameron Young until I saw him cross the finish line. And, and I, whether he does that this week or not, who knows? 40 to one's a great number for a great player like Cameron. Uh, but this golf course, I would think, would not be perfectly suited for him. So there you go. We're talking once again with Steve Sands, our good friend from the Golf Channel. Uh, Steve, I know the way you think. You don't like to go atop the the odds board, but I'll, I'll, I'll pepper you with the names of the shortest odds. John Rahm sitting at yep. you know around eight to one. Rory yeah. uh, nine to one. Scheffler coming off the win ten to one, and uh, Justin Thomas around fourteen to one. Those four, any of those at those prices, intrigue you uh, this weekend? Well, they're the four you know, probably the four best players on the planet when they're playing well. Um, I would say that Rory would be more suited for this golf course than the other three, but any of those four uh, could win. I love hearing Tim. I I looked at these. I was knowing that we were going to do this tonight. I looked at the numbers before Mm -hmm. uh, we came on. I love the fact that Max Homa is not one of those guys who's Mm. one of the chalk because I think Max Homa, who's won here before, he grew up in L.A., He is a monster L.A. guy. He's played some very, very good golf. He he, kind of gave himself a chance last week in his adopted hometown of Scottsdale, Arizona. But this golf course and this tournament mean more to him than any other regular season PGA Tour event. And I told you this before, Tim, probably on air, maybe off. The U.S. Open's played at LACC this year. I love, love, love having Max Homa be just a touch off the board when he's in his hometown of LA this week. And we'll see where he is in June over father's day weekend with the U S open being at LA country club, which is nearby Riviera. But I would say of those four, I would say Rory would be the one who I would look at the most of those top four, but just a touch off the pace. I'd go Homa, Adam Scott, and Tyrrell Hatton, I would say those three would be intriguing. And let's go Syracuse up to right now, Steve, always a pleasure, man. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. There he is. Steve Sands. Good stuff from him. We'll wrap things up next on VSIN Primetime. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. 
Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my dance, bro. Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSEN, the sports betting network. Basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Just place a single first basket score or prop bet on any NBA game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in bonus bets. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just log into your account. Or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. If your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in bonus bets. Turn game time into showtime with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Wrapping things up here on VSIN Primetime alongside VSIN Senior NBA Analyst, Jonathan Von Tobel. Analyst. Analyst. I am Tim Murray. How about them Irish giving Duke a battle here? 
French, yeah. Friendship parlay. We just need. Uh, let's just get the win home. Get a dub. Duke um, up sixty to fifty four over Notre Dame currently. That was one leg of the uh, parlay. That uh, second time today. Only tw- two times. Over sorry, over can, under was one and a half. I can see how you can confuse me and Sean King. I, I can. Yeah, it's very very easy to do. Um, the other leg was Auburn taking on Missouri, and I think last check. I want to say Auburn was doubling up Missouri. So that is ideal for uh, for what we would want for a money line parlay. Ah, uh, not doubling them up anymore. 70 to 38. Mm, Auburn. So we're in danger there. With that. <laughs> uh, Providence and Creighton has been a great one all night long. Providence leading by two. Uh, Jim Root earlier in the show said he liked Providence as the short dog at home. I think they closed one, minus one, I want to say. Uh, we've got Penn State and Illinois going on. I took Penn State. Against the well wishes of, uh, I guess I couldn't change. Once you put the bet in, you can't call the sports book and say, uh, Jim Root said, uh, I want the other side. No, but you can complain on Twitter to eventually get maybe a refund or something. (laughs) I've heard that's uh, the trend out there. Uh, Syracuse is uh, on uh, hold on to your butt special here. 73-70 right now. Cuse leading NC State with a minute 47 to go. So a lot going on. Don't forget the uh, extra leg of the friendship. Yeah, parlay. how's Toledo doing? Uh up 74-55 over Miami. So All right. I would say that's the a- uh 14-10 money line favorite in a pretty good position right now. Uh and NC State is about to tie the game up on a and one with uh, their big boy in the center. So Oh, Notre Dame. Wow. Notre Dame is only down two against Duke. The worst cover team in college basketball. On the road at Cameron and Duke, sorry, Wait. the second worst team in cover covering the spread. Uh, the Blue Devils only up two. Notre, uh, Duke closed as a 12-point favorite, and the money line JVT <laughs> was plus 550 for Notre Dame to win this game. Whoa, this would not be uh, ideal for the old uh, money line parlay. Our friendship must not be that strong. Uh, you and apparently Sean, not. You and Sean probably would have hit I, that. I mean, I bet against Notre Dame. I had a rant against Notre Dame on the show, so already it's a, uh, the bad mojo coming back to get me here. Fair to point out, too, that Duke is only covering at a 36% clip this year, too, so that they're not covering is not the most shocking thing, uh, but the fact that they're only up two right now in the final, what, we're less than 90 at this point, right? Yeah. That's, uh, somewhat troubling for the Blue Devils. Also, and, uh, Syracuse just had one of the worst offensive possessions I've ever seen just absolutely terrible so 104 to go and uh, nc state with the ball uh walking down uh the court i think syracuse closed two point favorites so coming down to the wire be nice if hopefully penn state can just keep this going so at least i can have semi uh rocking chair situation here but minute to go there um still to come tonight jbt we do have some college hoops but i do want to get your thoughts Mm. just real quickly revisit the NBA slate. Uh, also, JVT, you took uh, Orlando plus seven and a half. They lead 70 to 65 at the half. So that's, uh, yes, that's actually cool. underway right now. So 73-70 as we enter the 1047 mark of the third quarter. So looks like money starting to come back in on Phoenix. Uh, Circa okay. now sitting at three as uh, as a favorite. Westgate here in town at two. Uh, Phoenix, Sacramento yeah. starting in about 15 minutes, JVT, uh, anything interests you here? Yeah, I, like I, this is not one that I bet. This I was going to bet Phoenix, and uh, you know the market started moving against me, so just wanted to sit back and see what it did. Um, I still think it's playable at three. Look, really, the case that you're making here at this point, and in the NBA this season, home court has been worth three points. So with Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Ayton on the floor, 
against Sacramento, who has been much worse defensively over the last few weeks and is one of the you know lesser defensive teams in the NBA, are they equals? Do you still rate Phoenix as a slightly better team? I would say that Phoenix rates as a slightly better team. So, again, you're not getting, like, massive value at three. So I'm not surprised to see there's some buyback here at minus two. But I'd always stress this. When you talk about – when you get into these totals of, like, 233 or a little bit higher or, or higher at all, I should put it that way, there's always more value in sitting back and waiting. This is going to be a game with a lot of lead changes. This is going to be a fickle game when it goes back and forth when it comes to leads and holding on to them. If you like Phoenix like I do, you're more than likely going to be able to get a plus number at some point or plus on the money line and be able to get involved that way in what's projected to be a tight and high-scoring affair. So I'll be on Phoenix at some point tonight as I watch this game progress, but I don't think I'm surprised to see this buyback here and up to three. Ooh, a terrible offensive foul goes my way <laughs> to carry your dome. They just called a charge against DJ Burns. Uh, and Duke is only up one. Yeah, JDT. I couldn't see in the lights, but somebody just got absolutely blown by for a layup at the bucket. Um, not the most resistant defensive possession there for the Blue Devils. Six seconds uh, differential, Duke and Notre Dame on the shot clock. <laughs> got to believe, man. Believe in the power. Front. You want to hold hands while this happens? Uh-oh. They're no? shooting a three, and they got it. It's because I offered to hold your hand. See? Yeah, there we go. If you would have held my hand, it would have been an and one. That's true. Likely. Uh, Kevin Keats, NC State head coach, not thrilled by the uh, – he should get teed up. Tee him up. Tee him up. Throw him out. In Double fact, tech. You know what? They should have to forfeit. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> uh, I'll quickly hit the college basketball board uh, as we close up shop. Still games coming up top of the hour. Uh, I am on uh, Oklahoma. What could go wrong with a team who's lost seven straight uh, conference games taken on Kansas State? Um, I'm going to ride with Porter Mosier at home like I did on Saturday. Uh, you know, I might be getting to the point. I had to do uh, a uh, PSA that I had a Texas Tech problem on the night that they came from 22 yeah, down yeah. against Iowa State. So uh, I might have an Oklahoma problem here brewing if they don't take care of business here tonight. Uh, also still to come tonight, Kansas at Oklahoma State. Don't have a play on this one, uh, but seems like it could be a, an interesting spot for the the pokes to take care of business. Uh, are they reviewing this? I don't know. Hopefully, uh, they are not reviewing this. Were they in the charts? Oh, his, a, his legs out. His legs out. Sorry. DJ's a big guy. He is a large human. He's listed as two seventy-five. Do you believe that? No, I think he's three. DJ Burns Jr. Here. He is for, a uh, large, large State. man. By the way, Providence and Creighton tied at seventy-three. There's no way. Phenomenal game going on uh, at the dunk going on right now. And then uh, I also like Wisconsin tonight, too. So two plays still to come. Uh, Wisconsin and Oklahoma both on the money line as uh, Creighton misses a jumper here. So Providence was an opportunity. A lot of games coming down on the wire here uh, to close out the show uh, as Syracuse with the ball, 20-second differential shot and game clock here. Cuse leading by one. So it looks like NC State will play this uh, play this possession out. And we got a lot going on. Mil Milwaukee has taken the lead uh, as uh, ooh, we got an air ball. Still keep the possession. Probably should have gone right back up with that. And, ooh, we got a foul. There we go. Syracuse getting fouled. Uh, Notre Dame has made it a two-point game. 3.9 seconds to go. And uh, we got a foul or a jump ball. We got a foul. All right. I mean, you're down by four. By the time you get to the hoop, it's three seconds left. Like, shoot a three. Seriously, like, I know we have two, but in all seriousness, when you're talking about end of game management, what do you like? Shoot a three. 
congratulations. You're down two, and you put him at the free throw line with two and a half seconds left. Mike Bray is just a man of the people wanting to cover here. Got Judah Mintz at the line for Syracuse. Hits the first three, or first free throw. So Cuse now leading by two. Man, perspiration going on here, JVT. And you still got more college basketball to... Uh, I got uh, two. Well, we still have two more legs, right? Well, oh, I'm uh, saying you, you still got college basketball tonight. Uh, no, UNLV. Sweat. That's no. UNLV San Jose State. So timeout will be called here by Kevin Keats. Syracuse leading by three over NC State. Uh, Two-point lead for Duke over Notre Dame. And uh, Bucks and yeah. Celtics, at what point do we get in game on the Bucks here? Tie game, 71 all. Tie game. Uh, well, as this game gets tighter, the spread should get tighter. Let's see. Boston now up 73-71. Give me the number here really quickly. Oh, my God. Time is working against me. Providence and Creighton tied up at 73. The good thing, ladies and gentlemen. Five and a half. Wes now. Reynolds, Femi Abebefe. They do this every night. Live bet tonight. That's coming up top of the hour. Every night for forever. Thank you. To Jim Root, Nick Whalen, Jason Lockenfora, Steve Sands. For Jonathan Von Tobel, VSIN senior NBA analyst, I am Tim Murray. We will talk to you tomorrow night right here on VSIN Primetime. Come on, Syracuse! Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. <laughs> 